0: Into Poke the Bear, episode one twenty four. That is Connor Ryan. I'm Evan nardowski
1: Connor, what is up? Evan, I'm doing well. How you doing?
0: Doing great, doing great. It's a weird week. No, like no Bruins between Tuesday and and Saturday. It was you know it's it's a weird week coming up on some big games, <laughs> very exciting games. Fair to
1: say, fair to say, fair to
0: say. <laughs> Bruins abs on Saturday and Wednesday. You got the Golden Knights there on Monday. I mean, it's a crazy week coming up. Um, And now the Bruins and Avs are tied for best odds to win the Cup. So, uh, hmm, hmm, interesting. I imagine those odds will change after the next week, depending on how things go. But uh, quite the development there. Uh, And by the way, I think Bostonians can be happy that uh, the Bruins are doing so well. The Celtics are doing so well because, oh, my God, that Patriots team is awesome. Horrible to watch, and you have you had to go be you had to be there Thursday, which is was worse yes, for you. I was,
1: yes, I had to make the trek over there. I was driving to the backwoods of Wellesley and Walpole to get there, and saw maybe one of the most boring, disheartening games I've ever seen. And it's too bad because fans were geared up for it. Fans brought it, Um, but my God, that is a rough watch right now. So, as you said, yes, thank goodness, thank goodness for the two teams over at TD Garden because they are chugging right along.
0: They're carrying Boston right now. Even the um the royal family came over to watch the Celtics. Should have stayed sure. for Bruins game though. How about that? No Bruins game. I mean, I don't really care. I don't care about them. But the fact that they didn't they'll, stay for Bruins game, come on.
1: They'll bring them back for the the fan banner captains. This is
0: true. This is true. They would get booed. I think as fan banner. Probably comments. wouldn't. I think, I think they, got, they got
1: booed at the Celtics game. So I think they did, which is terrific. Uh, you, you, hilarious. I mean, listen, you're you're showing up. Sitting courtside, a few blocks away from Paul Revere's house, you know there has to something has to be answered for. Like right? it just comes with the territory, right? Yeah, you don't you gotta know your audience.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised they weren't trying to get the tea out of the harbor. I mean, exactly. Geez, come on. Um.
1: Anyways, <laughs> of that. Uh. It would have been
0: nice if the U.S. could have beat England in the World Cup. Ugh. Only a tie, whatever. At least they didn't lose. I'll give them that. Um. But at any rate, in Bruins news, uh, Taylor Hall. Quite the game on Tuesday night. Two goals, uh, you know, looked not revitalized, but one of his better games of the year was down on the third line, said after the game, I'm cool with it because we're winning and it's all part of it. And that third line could be some team's second line. Um, But the question is with him, if he continues to play like this, I mean, should he stay on that third line?
1: I mean, the way he's playing right now, can you really argue against it? And this is something where if you ask me, before the year about possible lineup tweaks. Yeah, you could say like, oh, maybe like Felino could warrant like a third line spot. You'd be like, yeah, I could see that happening or like Zaka staying in the top six. Yeah, if it works out early on when like Martian and those guys are out, I could see it. If you pitched me back in like September, like is Taylor Hall going to be bumped off of most likely Krejci's line? I'd be like, no, do you see how good they were, uh, you know, in 2021? Of course, going to stay together. Oh, and it's a situation now where it shows you how much how difficult it is to find, like, trends in hockey that carry over season after season. That's why, like, you don't try to take for granted when you have someone who's so consistently good in one role, like Bergeron, defensively, or even looking at, like, Marchand or how good he is with Bergeron or anything like that. Um, Marchand,
0: Bergeron, (laughs) Posteron.
1: Exactly, yes. Like, anything like that, like, having a number one goalie, like, for for years, where you didn't have to really worry about him in that spot. Um, You look at... Taylor Hall and how he played with Charlie Cole last year, really bad. Not, not ideal. Like it was a second line spot. They were more or less playing in a lot of offensive zone time. And I think they were outscored 16 to 13, just whether it was the different play styles or, you know, close a bit of a different uh, centerman than Bergeron or Krejci or even Halla um, just didn't seem to work out. And know this year, it looks seamless, right? And, you know, Hall said post-game that you didn't continue to like just learn a little bit more about how a guy like Charlie Coyle plays and play to his strengths. And they're an interesting line because they're, you know, they're scoring, um, you know, Hall gets those two goals, but they're kind of deployed as like a defensive line now. I mean, Charlie Coyle, it's some one of those things that people aren't really talking about in terms of you have Olmark taking a step forward and Felino and all these other guys. Coyle shifting from like, play driving third line center to still like an effective three C but is more of a defensive role I think he's only I think his offensive zone start times are like under 40 percent which is impressive for a guy like that who really hasn't been a weak link despite those uh those D zone stats um it's worked out seamlessly and again it sh- it's I don't think it's a an indictment on Hall's game that he's down on the third line I think it's just a testament to the depth of this team that they're in that spot and when, when you look at what makes a good Stanley Cup contending team over the years. Look at those third lines, right? Like, look at what, like, you can look at Tampa Bay, right? And mention, yes, they've got great coaching. They have great people who know how to work the cap. They have an elite core of guys (laughs) like Vasilevsky and Hedman and Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, all those guys. But what kind of brought them up to that next tier that allowed them to kind of get to that level? You had like a third line that I think for 90% of the league would be a second line, right? A Goudreau, Gord, Blake Coleman. So if you're in a spot where you have Taylor Hall, who is only a few years removed from winning the hot trophy on that third line and producing, it's it just makes it for an even tougher matchup nightmare for an opposing team.
0: Yeah, again, I mean I don't like the fact that you can slot Zaka up there. Now, in fairness, Zaka missed a wide open net on Tuesday. That was tough. Obviously, that stuff happens. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, you know, what an idiot. You know, he missed open, but still, like, oh. That that one time miss, nice play by Pasternak too, and I tweeted the video, and all the Devils fans were quoting it like, "Oh, there's gonna be so many more. You have no idea." It's like actually, he's played really well. Right, Zaka's been very solid. Yeah, he only has three goals, does have twelve assists, and is solid away from the puck. Like he has worked out. If he wants to miss an open net here and there, not great, but fine, whatever. You know, Petrov will still tweet the picture of Casper's events. There's nothing to do about that.
1: You can't stop. It's a it. given, you know.
0: It's a, it's going to happen.
1: Um, unfortunate result. Like when I see uh, Barry Feinstein on my yeah. timeline, I just know <laughs> I knew it was coming. So
0: <laughs> it had to happen. Um, but at the same time, again, there's depth. We said this at the beginning of the year, and and you're right in the fact that I don't think any of us would have said, "Oh, Taylor Alls in the third line, that's great." But I think now, like you see how the depth has played out. You know, DeBru- you know they they tried Pashnak up on the first line for a little while. Kept the 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 mega line together with the Brusk down. I mean, but you can mix and match. And guess what? It's December. You don't have to have four set lines. You can mix and match right now. You don't have you know. Again, if this was the playoffs and you're still trying to tinker with lines, that may not be as good. But for now, what what's wrong with that? So yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, again, I think the other night was big for Taylor Hall. And that he kind of needed a night like that. Um, and ironically enough, so did Brandon Carlo, who got the assist on yeah. uh, Hall's first goal. He was tipped in. So, I mean, again, to me, if they can activate Hall on that third line, I don't know how they don't roll through the rest of the season. Like, right. If you found a like long-term home for Hall next to Coyle, and suddenly your top three lines are <laughs> consistently producing, there's a reason you're a Stanley Cup favorite. I think it goes right. back to that.
1: Right. And I, I think you look at just from the lens of Tampa Bay in that game, how demoralizing a game like that is right where, and you can say the same thing about having, you know, two D pairs both anchored by legit number one guys and McAvoy and Lindholm and how much of a like a, a losing proposition that is for any team going up against them. Like you look at Tampa Bay and yes, they've lost some depth, but they still have Vasilevsky, They still have Hedman. They still have a really structured, strong defensive system. And you look at that game. At the end of it, you, know, you look at the stat line. It's like, all right, well, they did a pretty good job slowing down the the top six, right? Like, I think the only points that you had from the usual su- suspects like Bergeron and Krejci and Marchand, um, Pasternak, was I think Marchand's empty netter and goes assisted by Krejci. That was it. Like they kept Pasternak off the board. So you look at in years past, especially winning formula, bottle up the Bergeron line, especially bottle up the top six. Good to go. You know, that that's like, that's the easiest road to success. What happens? You have Taylor Hall, who won the hot uh, in 2018 on the third line and scores two goals against you. Like, how demoralizing is that from just a team that is throwing all their resources, all their game planning, into stopping what has been the the pillar of this team's success, at least offensively, over the years? You do everything you can, further down the lineup still gets you. It, it is something that it, over – one game over a playoff series, um, having that depth and having guys further down the lineup that can carry you when teams are negating your top players, it's a game changer. Taylor
0: Hall for Con Smythe. You said it, not me. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Safe bet. I don't know if that's really a safe bet. That might not be that safe of a bet, but we're talking really bet. safe bets. It is a bet. I don't know if it's safe. But when we are talking really safe bets, we're talking about a good friend's
1: over at Bet Online. Right, you are, Evan. Listen up, guys. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Over at Bet Online, you can still find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, the latest fighting news, NFL bets, and yes, with the NHL back, even more wages and odds. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code CLNS50. Bet online with a game stats. Stats.
0: Where are the game stats? So uh, speaking of depth, Mike Riley and Anton Strawman, uh still in Providence. Uh, depth defenseman, but it's that's a tough one. Because again, and we've talked about this numerous times, start the year especially with Riley. Like you have a, you know, yes, he can be a liability at times, but he can move the puck, and Strawman is a depth guy. I mean, to me, it feels like you're going to probably keep Strawman and use him in a depth role down the line potentially, and then deal Riley. I, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it's a situation where I mean, I think credit has to be given to Evan Gold and those guys that crunch those numbers in terms of. You know, accommodating, you know, Derek Fulbright getting off LTIR without making a trade ahead of time. That's what we all were worried about was that, you know, Fulbright was going to be stuck in this limbo more or less in terms of not being able to play until you moved out a certain amount of cap. And whether it be, you know, using an LTIR space or banking cap space, all those things that, um, the you know, multiple wrinkles that go into in terms of managing that cap and the, the day-to-day part of it. Uh, they were able to avoid it, but I think right now cap friendly has the Bruins, I think only like $40,000 under the, I think
0: it's 33,000, Yeah,
1: 33,000. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's a situation where again, you're under the cap, so you can roll right along if you wanted to. But when you look at things like emergency call-ups or anything like that, something where I think when you look at just how unpredictable this game is, the expected injuries you're going to have to deal with, you um, And, you know, in terms of accommodating more players, you have to give yourself a little bit more of a cushion than $33,000. I would probably say, I don't think you can really bring up anyone off of that. So so I think it's something where it does feel like something still has to give. And it it does make, I think, the most sense. So long as I think Strawman's good with kind of being that, you know, back and forth fringe guy. Um, It still seems like Riley's the guy that needs to go. And that's not just in terms of you get the most money back by trading him, but Again, I don't think Riley's a guy that should be playing down in Providence. So uh, we'll see how that goes. You know, I think it's a best case scenario for all parties if he eventually gets dealt to a team that could use a top four guy. But it's still a work in progress. But you can't just keep on rolling through this season expecting just to be this, this close under the limit and not expect something to go haywire. You need just a little bit more of a cushion.
0: You can fly by the seat of your pants like this one time. And then it's like, all right all of our luck has been used in this moment. I don't know yes. if we can do this again. And it's the same thing. And I again, I I don't know what you're getting for Riley because again the the cap hit is not outstanding. So it's not like, you know, oh you're getting this top four defenseman for a million. No, it's 3.1, right? It's 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 3.1. Yeah. So again, you know, there are teams out there that might have a little bit of space, but they're going to hold that over you in the sense. Oh, we'll take all of your contract, but instead of giving you a second or third, we're going to give you like a fifth round pick or something like that. Um, but again, I mean, the Stadnika trade wasn't really cap related. It was more like, hey, this guy needs an opportunity, and yeah. they got like a, a solidish prospect back. And you know, like, okay. Um, so I'm interested to see what if if they deal, if and when they deal Riley, kind of what the return on that is. Because again, if this was, if this was like. Last year or the year before, probably the year before, like after he went on a tear to end the 2021 season would probably be like, damn, like he might go for like a second in a prospect. I mean, he might get you something. And now it's a little bit different just because he's gone down to Providence and devalued a bit, which is unfortunate because, again, not a bad defenseman. We said this in the preseason. Like he wasn't he had some good preseason games. He had some good flashes. We thought maybe with Montgomery's system he'd fit in better, but they just don't have the space. There's no space back there for him. So, yeah. Um, unfortunate situation, you know. Well, I wonder when that trade takes place because got a figure. Got a figure. You
1: have to, you have to brace for the unexpected and sooner or later something's going to go haywire. So, I think the sooner you're able to get that extra cushion of a million, million and a half, it just can go a long way in terms of just giving you a little bit more flexibility. You're not swinging a trade because of it, of being able to take on a new contract, but just giving yourself a little bit of leeway when. Injuries do pop back up as uh, prudent for the Bruins moving forward.
0: Happens to everybody. Injuries. Crazy when you think about it. Um. Anyways, an interesting topic we want to talk about is what must the Bruins improve upon? Which is not something we've discussed much of this year because they've been Bunch so damn good. Yeah. Yeah. They've been too good. So we're not going to be like Felger and Maz though and be like, they need to lose. You know, mm, they, need, yes. to they need to lose. They need to lose.
1: Cannot team. have the president's trophy. No, that's like kind of for
0: sure. Can't that can't happen.
1: Um, but it's funny, New Jersey technically has
0: more points than the Bruins right now. They have two games in hand, but they do have more points. Um, but you have to think that devil's team, I don't know. I have a weird feeling that they're not gonna finish the season in number one. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I'm not a devil's hockey expert. Could be wrong, but I just look at that roster and I go, hmm. It's okay. You know, goal we'll
1: goaltending. Fanta check's been good so far, but
0: uh, I don't know. It's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, but still, I would, I, again, I I don't want the Bruins to win the President's Trophy. That's, I think, nobody wants that to happen because it's a curse. Can't have that happen. But um, I'm not rooting. We're, we are not rooting for them to lose. Um, Just to root for them to lose. Uh, but, Connor, what is something that the Bruins should improve upon, in your opinion?
1: Yeah, I think one area, maybe it's overarching to say five-on-five play, but I'll maybe focus in on one player is Brad Marchand, who... You look at his baseline stats, he's over a point per game, um, but when you look at where his value has been in years past, it's been that multi-tool uh, you know, power play, penalty kill, especially 5 on 5. Over the years when the Bruins were really reliant on that power play, Marchand's probably the most consistent even strength contributor, especially offensively. Hasn't really been there yet and he's been pretty critical of himself over the last week or so mentioning that conditioning is not up to speed quite yet. Um, he's getting knocked off the puck too easily, which I think you've seen a little bit in terms of you know he's making those moves, those cuts, those dekes that we've seen him make, but loses you know control of the puck or gets knocked off the puck a little bit more easier than what we've seen in the past. Which again, not like where this is shocking, right? The guy's coming off of two hip surgeries at his age. Um, that's also not to say that he's washed now or anything like that, right? He's still. I think he needs on pace to be for traded what, with Mike yeah, Riley, <laughs> he's still on pace for what I think like seventy-five points, even after missing like the first month of the year, like pretty. He's still a very, very good player, but I think when you look at how much of a lift and how much more impressive this overall offensive unit can be once Marshan's back playing at his typical level, level, that's not to say he's going to be a guy that he was maybe in 2018-19 where he had 100 points, but if he just hits maybe back to 85% of what he was in 5-on-5 play, um, it just makes this team even more dangerous in terms of if you got Hall haul down the third line the usual guys on the second line and Martian's you know finishing more of those plays next to Bergeron and Martian uh next to Bergeron and DeBrusque. um you're in a spot where uh i mean i don't know how you match up against that team because already you know Bergeron's well on his way to another selkie right now like i think they've only teams only scored 3 5 on 5 goals against him uh, so far. So Insane. if they start if they start making that a little bit more lopsided in terms of actually burying a chance on the other end of the ice, I don't know what you do, Evan. And I don't, again, I think it seems more or less pretty inevitable that Martian's going to get back to that level at some point. He seems to as critical as he is, he's very much process oriented and focusing on that and, you know, feels hopeful that he'll get back to a right level by January or February, which if you have Martian playing at that level, at that point, pretty scary.
0: Pretty scary stuff. And by the way, Bertrand with the Sel- with Selkie, it's like not even debatable at this point. Like it's insane.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: ridiculous. It's a- I mean, it, like when you just, you know, you look at how close he was to retiring. And, and as, as we've said multiple times, it was never because he wasn't good anymore. It was because, you know, it's a lot of miles on that body, um, but incredible season defensively, almost better than last year with most metrics. And last year was, I think on paper, his best defensive year ever. Um, so again, it's like, I feel bad for some of these guys who are behind him for the Selkie. They're like waiting for their turn. It's just like another year. It's like with Brady, another year, another year. Oh, another year. So it's the same thing. I can't wait to see the people who try to argue that he shouldn't win the Selkie. That should be someone else. It's like, nope, not how it works. Not how awards work. Um, I will say... The one thing for the Bruins to improve upon, and I, I don't know if this is really their fault because he was injured for a little bit, but uh, using Jeremy Swayman. I mentioned this a few times in past podcasts, but um, again, you do have to watch the usage with Lena Solmark. His previous high of games was 41 and it was last season. Um, you know, you do have to watch it if you really want to make a run at the cup and if you want him to be the guy, because so far he has looked like the guy, let him rest a little bit. Give Swayman some of these games, you know, as as we've said, you know, we're not rooting for them to lose, but you don't need to win forever at the rate you're winning at, you know, you just, and also I think Swayman still gives you a really good chance to win, but you got to let him get in a groove and you got to give Omar some rest. Um, and again, I think it's, it's important that Swayman's second full season um, nice. and you know, you don't want him riding complete pine. Um, and I don't think they will. I think they are going to use Swayman a lot more up in the next couple of weeks And they should, even though these opponents are very, very difficult. Um, But interested to see how things go with Vegas on Monday with Bruce Cassidy returning. That's going to be very interesting. Who's more motivated to beat who? Um, And you know you'll have Jack Eichel there and big, big, big night on Monday. Big narratives.
1: Yeah, good for a pretty good for an early December game in the NHL, right?
0: It makes it e- it makes it better on you for you know, when you're creating that content. Uh, so much to talk about, and uh, welcome people forward you from you over at Boston Sports Channel.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have you covered every step of the way uh, throughout this season in terms of game reports, columns, features, Q and As, podcasts, all that good stuff, uh, day in and day out. So please subscribe over at boston dot com. Want to follow me on Twitter? You can at Connor Ryan underscore ninety three.
0: Go do all that. That's Connor Ryan, Evan Marinovsky, Poke the Bear, listeners. Have a great rest of your week.